my name is Brent Bean, otherwise known as at OmavsHockeyFan on Twitter, and welcome to my first uh, little pilot episode of a podcast I'm going to be putting on for Omaha Hockey the season of 2019-2020. This is going to be a little bit of a stat cast um, going forward, and uh, we're going to jump right into it. we're going to go over just a brief overview of the goal scorers and scores from the weekend. This episode we're going to go over from Monday through Saturday because we did have the exhibition on Monday. So we had Manitoba in town in which we tied 3-3 and went into the shootout which Omaha quote-unquote won in one round thanks to a goal by Taylor Ward. So during regulation we had three goals first in the first period. 12:54, Tim Polkinen from Jones and Ward. Also in the first at 17:19, Taylor Ward from Burchette and Polkinen. Then in the second at 4:27, John Schultz from Jones and Abate. Then on Friday, Alabama Huntsville we had in town. Game one was a 6-1 victory over the Chargers. In the first at 4:32, Boyer picked up his first point and goal of the season and of his career as a Maverick. From Keck. Then at 6:31, Polkinen scored his first of the season on a power play from Warren Burchette, who picked up his first collegiate point, first collegiate assist. Then in the second, on a major penalty, Zach Jordan scored his first of the weekend, first of the season on a power play from Stewart. Then 31 seconds later, in the second, another power play goal from Chase Primo from Weiss and Scanlon, who scored his first collegiate point, first collegiate assist. Then in the third, at 144, another one on the power play. Tristan Keck is his first of the season from Jones and Conley. Then at 330 in the third, another power play goal for the Mavs. Smallage gets his first of the season from Brichette. On Saturday, game two, it was a 5-0 victory from the Mavs. Scoring in the first at 713, Joey Abate gets his first collegiate point, first collegiate goal from Conley and Jordan. In the second, at 12.07, the only power play goal from the Mavs on Saturday was from Jones, who got the assists were Keck and Coden Beetle. Also in the second, at 16.21, Zach Jordan gets his second of the year from Conley. Then in the third, at 6.15, Chase Primo picked up his second of the season from Sundberg and Stewart. Then finally in the third at 16.55, Zach Jordan picks up his third of the weekend and third of the season from Bichette and Jones. 16 different players recorded a point from eight different goal scorers on 11 goals, and we had four freshmen first this first weekend of the season. Zach Jordan had four points, three goals, and an assist. Bichette, Conley, Keck, and Jones all had three points from three assists. Primo and Stewart had two points on the weekend. Primo with two goals, Stewart with two assists. Smallage, Polkinen, Abate, and Boyer all had one point from one goal. Scanlon, Sunberg, Ward, Coton Beetle, and Weiss all had one point as well on an assist. The four freshmen first, Brichette had three assists. Then we looked down, Scanlon had his first assist. Abate and Boyer each scoring their first goals as a Maverick. Music
Next, we're going to do a little bit of a quick stat update. Obviously, being the first weekend, we don't have really much to go over, so I'm going to keep it pretty brief. But as the season goes along, the numbers are going to get way more interesting and mean a lot more. So we scored 11 points on the weekend, which means we're averaging 5.5 points, 5.5 goals per game. And we only allowed one over the weekend, so that means we're only averaging half a goal against. Shots went Omaha's way both nights. 35-15 on Friday in favor of the Mavs. 23-18 on Saturday in favor of the Mavs. However, both nights in the third, the Mavs were outshot. But you do have to think, being up five goals both nights, um, they were definitely trying to just play out the game, get to the end of it. So that is a little bit justified. However, going down the line, that is something to keep in mind. The power play was electric this weekend. On Friday, went 5 for 8, scoring 4 on the Jeffers Major. Then on Saturday, going 1 for 4. So on the weekend, we went 6 for 12 on the power play with the extra man, which is 50%. Faceoffs also went in the Mavs' favor both nights. Friday was 29-19. 30-22 on Saturday, we went 59% on the weekend, winning 59 out of 100 face-offs on the weekend that is definitely big going down the stretch that is something to keep your eye on because the more face-offs you win the more time you have with the puck and the more opportunities you get to set up your plays and you kind of have you kind of get to dictate how the game is played going forward Next, we're going to do some player recognition. So the NCHC announced their players of the week, and although no Mavericks were named players of the week, there were some honorable mentions. So Zach Jordan was an honorable mention for forward of the week with his four-point weekend against Alabama Huntsville. Then in defense, Ryan Jones was acknowledged for his big weekend on the defense side. Next, you had Austin Roden, who was the first Maverick since Evan Wenninger just a few years ago to open his collegiate career with a shutout. He was recognized for Rookie of the Weekend, or Rookie of the Week, and Goaltender of the Week as an honorable mention. So those are very big. After one weekend, the Mavs are getting recognized for what they have been working so hard for and to show that this team is a lot different than what people think they're going to be. Personally, just my honest opinion, I had so many things that I loved this weekend from the guys. There was just a different feeling watching this team, and it was so much fun to see them having fun. And you could really tell that they were there for each other, everybody contributing, everybody playing hard, and everybody caring about what this team can do. Some players that come to mind, Zach Jordan, yes, he had a four-point weekend, but I I like to I'd like to bring up what coach kind of touched on after the game on Friday, which was that he uses his body so much more now. Uh, he's been working on it, or he had been working on it over the weekend, and boy did he use it this first week of real hockey playing 
One guy that has really come out of the, his shell uh, for me is Travis Cotenbeetle. He still has some work to do, but boy, is he getting in and contributing. He really stood out to me this week because of how much he was actually in the play, contributing, getting points, helping the team. Not that he didn't really do that last year, but this year it just seems like with one year under his belt, he really knew what to focus on. He had some good guidance on what to work on for this season, and I'm really excited to see what he can do this year. Three guys that are all staying strong coming back after a strong year. Um, a couple guys actually that got injured, then are kind of got injury, but Chase Primo, Martin Sundberg, and Kevin Conley. All three guys are just super strong this year. Primo and Sundberg coming off their injuries from last year are right back at it. They're right back in the thick of things. Chase Primo, I feel like, is going to have a breakout year. Martin Sundberg is so big, and he can really use his body. He's super quick, and I'm really, really interested to see what they can do going down the stretch. And then most impressive rookie, as this was the first time we got to see this team play as a team against a different team. And for real, I mean, all of the goalies, all of the forwards, all of the defensemen, all of the rookies really stood out that we saw. Um, and I'm really excited about what they're going to do going down the line, not just this year, but next year and the year after that. Isaiah Seville only allowed one goal on Friday. Austin Roden, as I said, got the shutout on Saturday, although they weren't really tested a lot. Um, there were times where they had to step up a little bit, but boy, did they look good in that. And as they also touched on after the games Friday and Saturday, they both don't care about the score as long as they win, which is a little tough to hear as a goalie. However, the fight is there and I am on board with them as long as they can stay strong. Obviously, I'll always have their back, but if they can really stay strong, boy, will that make a difference on how this season will go. Finally, we are going to take a look at what we have coming up this weekend and what we have this weekend is that the Mavs are traveling to the Ohio State University in Columbus. Ohio State is ranked 12th and 13th in the respective polls, USCHO and the USA Today poll. They are 1-0-1 on the season. Last week, they won the Icebreaker Tournament, and how they did that was with a 2-2 tie with Western Michigan. Ohio State went on to win the shootout. Then they defeated RIT 3-1 on Saturday, taking home the Icebreaker Tournament trophy. Mavs play Friday, Saturday this week, weekend. At 6 p.m. on Friday is when the first game starts, and Saturday the game starts at 4 p.m. Central, so a little earlier than normal. Omaha this week received six votes in the USCHO poll, which this point in the season means absolutely nothing. Do not read into it too much. We have played two games against Alabama Huntsville. Yes, it's nice, but it doesn't really mean anything. 
The Mavs have a lot to prove against some really tough competition coming up. Just a little um, look ahead. They have Ohio State this weekend. The next weekend they are on a bye, which is a little weird to me. It's the third weekend of the season and they already have a bye. However, I don't have any control over that, so I'm not going to get too far into it. Then the following weekend they play Thursday, Friday up in Alaska. Yes, on Halloween they play in Alaska. Then the following weekend, they are finally back home against a very strong Wisconsin team. So, a lot to play for, obviously, a lot to prove, and the Mavs, I think, are up for the challenge this year. This weekend, I do want to make a prediction. I think they win Friday. I think they come off their high that they have and really compete hard Friday. They take Ohio State by storm. Then Saturday, I do believe... It will be a tie. I think they'll have the same strength, but Ohio State will kind of come back, adjust accordingly. I think the Mavs squeak out a win and a tie this weekend to go 3-0-1 on the season. And that's it, Mavs fans. That is all I have for this week. Obviously, it's early in the season, so I don't really have too much to talk about. However, going forward, we will have a lot more to talk about, a lot more stats, a lot more injuries and such, and hopefully not injuries. Gosh, I think I just changed it. Anyway, we'll have a lot more to talk about going forward. I'm so excited for the season. Let me know what you guys think, what you liked, what you didn't like, what can change. Was the music too awkward? Was there too much different music? How are the voice levels? Is this interesting at all? Should I stop? Should I keep going? Please let me know. I'm very interested. And this is super exciting. I'm so excited for the summer. This is for the summer. Oh my goodness. Now I'm making a joke of myself. Anyway, thank you so much, Mav fans, for listening. Until next time, let's go Mavs.